From California to Canada, New York to England, Dubai to Finland, we have all been affected by this global pandemic. While sports have of course taken a backseat to all of this, we are a strong community. Please join me on this podcast world tour as I talk to strongman fans, amateurs, and pros from all around the globe. Quarantine training, reminiscing about old competitions, and much more will be discussed. And if you would like to be on the podcast, please reach out to me here on YouTube or on Instagram at Style. Thank you all for listening, and please stay safe. On this episode of the podcast, we head to the UAE and talk to Mark Boyd. Mark is one of the founders of World's Ultimate Strongman, which is quickly becoming one of the sport's premier organizations. We discuss the upcoming Feats of Strength livestream series and the controversy that it has caused, as well as the future of the sport. First off, once again, thank you for being on the podcast. For those people who don't know who you are, you are Mark Boyd, and you are the founding one of the one of the founding members of World's Ultimate Strongman, right? Yes, co-founder. Uh, my partner, business partner on this is uh, Don Idris. So we both founded World's Ultimate Strongman together. And that was two years ago at this point. Yeah, two years ago. Yep. So before you started World's Ultimate Strongman, you were, an, um, according to your profile, you were an ex-military, correct? Yeah, ex-British commando. So I spent maybe six years um, in the commandos. I joined when I was 16 mm-hmm. uh, until I was 22. Then I came out to Dubai. And as soon as I came out to Dubai, I just started to sort of push out strongman as a sport because it's what I did. Um, sort of in, in the military, you sort of do that as your bread and butter. Mm-hmm. Uh, like strongman kind of CrossFit style. So yeah, and then brought on to this. You were, you were also uh, the British champ for the under 105 division, right? Yeah, yeah. So the 2018, this was bef- just before World's Ultimate Strongman. I sort of said to myself, okay, I'm going to throw myself in, uh, compete at like a national standard. So I did Scotland's Strongest Man, won it under 105s. Then I did Britain's Strongest Man. And within Britain's Strongest Man, I pulled at the time um, a world record deadlift. And then that sort of sort of um, put me in a position where I had respect amongst the, the athletes that we were going to be dealing with. So thereafter, that was when we sort of really pushed World's Ultimate Strongman. And... Yeah, and so then you moved out to Dubai, and you also owned the gym, uh, Core Fitness, correct? No, no, no. Um, so that there is um, Core Sports, which is mm. essentially our platform to launch live stream events. So we don't only do Strongman, we have boxing, MMA, different events, but that is the the uh, live stream portal that we use to stream sports. Right. Uh, what's the name of the gym out there that you train out of? So I train at Warehouse Gym. And sort of within Warehouse Gym, um, we have a community called Emirates Strength. I think that's what you're getting at. 
Yes, that's what I was getting at. Yeah, so Emirates Strength is essentially a strongman community um, that we host competitions, we host like small events like Atlas Stone Pools, uh, Atlas Stone um, events, like King and Queen of the Stones, truck pool events, seminars. So yeah, we, we host Dubai Strongest Man, Emirates Strongest Man, and Middle East Strongest Man. So that's the sort of stepping stone sort of Middle Eastern. It kind of got you started to do this? Okay. Yeah, yeah. That was the one that sort of uh, pushed, pushed me towards World's Ultimate Strongman. And you said um, in a couple of your recent videos, uh, your mission statement for, for WUSS was, you know, to treat the athletes better, to get them better paid and treat them with more respect. Yes. Yeah. So that all came about with, um, obviously being in the military, we were treated a certain way, not like an athlete at all. Um, mm -hmm. And then going into the sort of competing side, I, I saw what it was like to compete. Um, as an athlete and at a top level, level athlete, I was competing in Britain's Strongest Man and a grass pitch and I was deadlifting off of two planks of wood. So it kind of gave, gave me and Don the bit of initiative to be like, you know, these guys are putting their bodies through X, Y, and Z, like probably more than any other sportsman and they're getting treated probably the worst out of them all. So we sort of said when we were doing this that our, our main goal was to grow the sport because we really think it, it can grow. I, th I just don't think it's been done the right way. Um, and after sort of speaking with some of the athletes before World's Ultimate Strongman, one thing, main thing we found was the way they were treated was not up to standard, like by no means... So that was sort of how we pulled it in and said, you know what, this is how we're going to do it. And we're going to treat the athletes the way they should be, pay them how they should be, pay them on time. So, yeah. Yeah, that's a, a, you know, a really interesting thing to go over, especially the paying them and, you know, how they should be treated. Because this sport, the show, World's Strongest Man, has been around for 40 plus years. And it's crazy that as the time you know we advanced they they weren't getting treated the way they should be I mean, yeah. it's been tried before but you know it didn't really work out for certain organizations yeah and i think as well sometimes the old guard lets the lets his guard drop down and it's time for the new blood to step in and, and sort of give a, a breath of fresh air because of what, what world strongest man it, it, it it televises six months after and everyone knows the results. Yeah, it's great. But I think there needs to be some new input into the strongman sport. Yeah, bringing it into the modern times. You guys yeah. have, your first year you gave us a free live stream on YouTube. And then last year, you know, you gave us the paid version. And now you're going through Core Sports World. So I, I see you guys evolving in terms of the live streams. Yeah, yeah for sure. And, then, and the thing is as well that what a lot of people don't see is the very first year, it literally started with me and Don and everyone else was external. So now we've built up a team where we have a graphic designer, we have marketing team, we have um, a videography team. So we're not at our peak mm -hmm. by no means. We're still expanding, we're still growing. We're, so yeah. 
the only way is up, let's say. Uh, when you guys first started, because like you said, it was just you and Don at first, which one was harder, getting the athletes on board or running the show and picking the events? Because there were some things that, you know, you guys uh, it did improve on the next year. Yeah, yeah, of course. And I think that with anything, um, doing something for the first time, there's going to be teething problems, there's going to be things that we can work on. And, and this is something that we always said to the athletes. We said, look, we are totally behind you guys, um, but there will be um, stages during um, the build of World's Ultimate Strongman that we will need your input. Um, and we always said we are open ears to anyone who has any advice, um, anything that we can do better to make it better because we sort of believe that to make the sport better, we need to focus on what everyone within the, the sort of uh, community, the close-knit community, how can we ad advance it? So, yeah, we did yeah. have, we do and still do have teething problems, but we, we do our best to combat it. I think last year was a great show and, you know, it was a, Besides maybe a couple hiccups uh, here and there, I, you know, I enjoyed it. I know a lot of people did enjoy it. And we were looking forward to the event that was supposed to take place last Saturday, which yeah. was just rain. Yeah, that, was, that would have been like even what, so October through to April. So it's less than, less than a year, less than eight months, around eight months actually. It would have been probably 30% better than Dubai. We, we sort of really were going to push for it. Um, but as we say, we only aim to get better with every show. And Bahrain would have been a really good one. Yeah, I was, we were all looking forward to that. Yeah, it's, it's not, look, it's not cancelled. It's just postponed. But we've not announced a new date. <laughs> we, we're not in a position to, so. Yeah, we had a deal with travel bans and everything being lifted first before, yeah. you know. Understandably so. Um, so that brings me into like one of my first questions. One of the Reddit users had asked, quote, they were planning to add Bahrain shows this year. Is their long-term plan to create a whole with circuit akin to the Arnold's? And if so, will they be Middle East or do they have other regions they're looking at? Okay, so predominantly we are focusing on the Middle East. Mm -hmm. um, just to sort of give you guys an insight, it's Saudi, Bahrain, UAE is our main focus. Um, if we get the, the chance to expand in terms of UK and US, and we get those opportunities, we will, we will expand. Um, mm -hmm. But right now we're focusing on what's here and, and where we can build here before we do that. Okay. Um, I get that. And um, last year you did include uh, Middle Eastern Strongest Man. So, you know, you're introducing us, the broader audience, to like more athletes from other parts of the world. Yeah. And, and that was another um, sort of another part of our sort of agenda in terms of bringing athletes from the East because it's a very Western sport. Um, so we want to sort of bring the athletes from the East. And that's why we sort of. That's why I started sort of Emirates Strength was to find the talent here and mm -hmm. to sort of filter them into the global sort of level. Do you guys plan, I mean, once this is all said and done, do you guys plan on doing the incubation program again? 
Yeah, yeah, that, that incubation programme will still go on. Um, we had the last uh, athlete we had was Tom Stokeman, um, just before World's Ultimate Strongman 2019. So yeah, I mean it depends on when the next show is, when we can. Yeah, it all depends when this is all over, really. But we do plan on continuing the incubation. Continuing that, awesome. Yeah, because I know a lot of fans were like, "Oh man, it'd be cool if they got like." BB or you know like Luke Richardson or like so many other people because we saw what you did with Larry and we saw what you did with Tom and you know the results were there yeah 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 for not for sure for sure okay awesome so with that out of the way you know we got to talk about the elephant in the room yeah uh, I'm sure that's what everybody wants to uh wants to talk about and wants to hear before we jump into the meat and potatoes because of the situate the current situation in the world right now, you guys are doing the Feats of Strength series of live streams. Yep. So how did that idea, you know, get started? Um it started when obviously Thor had his deadlift lined up for Bahrain and he was ready to deadlift Like he he he's ready. He's ready to do it. Um and because we saw that other events were being cancelled, um, we just sort of put our, our heads together and said, what can we do? And we looked at different options. We looked at running competitions. We looked at trying to do head-to-head events, live streaming head-to-head. We looked at all sorts of uh, ways of doing things, like keeping the athletes going. And then we thought to ourselves, well, why don't we ask the athletes if they want to perform a feat of strength? Um, and we will live stream that to the public. And it was probably the easiest way to do it. Um, obviously, aside from all the controversy, this is probably the easiest thing to do to obviously get athletes involved, commentators involved, and referees involved, and to give the, um, the fans what they want, really. Um, because it's, it's going to be a few months before anything comes back on. So... That, that was really how it started. That was how it started. Yeah, you know, at first everybody was hyped for it. And then there started being some rumblings and then yeah. everybody started to lose their minds. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. You know, it's uh, been a crazy uh, week, let, let's yeah. just say the least. <laughs> yeah. But I it's think, not just Thor. It's, uh, you know, a set of feats. Yeah, yeah. That, it's a series. That's... that's um, that's what we put together. And, and we originally reached out to all of the World's Ultimate Strongman athletes. They guys were the first to be asked. Um, we basically said, this is a new initiative that we're doing, a strength feat series. Does anyone, anyone want to take part? Um, and then we sort of extended the invitations out further afield um, to those who we seen fit that was capable of doing a feat of strength. And yeah, and it's just sort of ended up where we are today. Yeah, like I said, before we get into that, I want to go over the the, the other feature strength, not the big one. Um, one that really stood out to me is that you're getting uh, Renan Lovelace. So you're now bringing women into the feats of strength. And I think that, that's amazing. Yeah. I was going to ask, so will this now, you know, with you getting females in there, will this could this possibly open the door to us doing a strong woman competition yeah it's definitely that's sort of 
in our sights, let's say. Um, I wouldn't say it's in our in our um, in the near future, but definitely in the future, that's what we want to do. And and we want we want to, like I said at the start, we want to grow the sport. And I think there's so many different ways we can do it. And I think opening up the categories is one of many ways and open it up to male, female, and then we can look into the weight classes and really, let's say, blossom that flower. Um, because I, I've, got, I've got plans, obviously, with as part of Walls Ultimate Strongman. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm blabbing a little bit. But um, as part of the growth of Strongman, I really want to get down to the nitty-gritty and focus on general population because the general population look at strongman as freaks, freaks of nature. Mm-hmm. And the uh, feats are always spectacles. But if you really break down the movements in strongman and you take away the weight aspect, it's actually a training method that's not only good for conditioning, it's good for strength, it's good for um, dynamic movements. So I think, okay, yes, athletes opening up the categories and then focusing on changing the mindset of the the general population in terms of what it actually is is going to be the way to break it really down the strongman is very functional yeah yeah that's okay that's uh you know that like like you said that's it's good to break down the stigma because you know here in the u.s when you say it a lot of people still get confused with either like oh you're bodybuilding no that's something different yeah, oh, you're yeah. doing CrossFit. No, that's something different. So, you know, breaking the stigma of, hey, it's just, you know, seven feet tall freaks or confusing with another sport would definitely help. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, did you um, extend it to other, other females as well? Because I know, you know, currently they're not part of your roster. Yes, we have extended the invitations out. Um, we currently have, I don't know if I can tell you how many feet, but... We have three, three strongman movements that can be either maximum or repetitions. So we have essentially six feet. Okay. Um, and they, they have been extended out to other females as well, yeah. That's great to hear. You know, as a female, I want to see the sport flourish. And, you know, we, the female side just doesn't have many televised events or live or live streams for that matter. So, you know, if you guys would start backing that, I think that's a great step in, in you know, to forward the female aspect of the sport. That, that's like, that's the part of the plan, that. yeah. I know the men need the push, but you know, the females definitely need that push as well. Yeah. They're part of the sport at the end of the day. So Yeah. And going through the uh feats of strength through the ones that you've announced, uh and you just did a video with Zadrina Savickas on your YouTube channel yeah. going over the refereeing. And I want to talk about how that's going to work for all these different feats. Okay. So uh, in terms like, of how Z is going to be involved or? Yes. Is, so today you announced on social media that Zadrunas is going to be the official referee along with Magnus for Magnuson for the uh, deadlift, Thor's deadlift. Yeah. Um, but he's going to be doing it remote, and I find that really interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, Magnus for Magnuson is obviously going to be present when Thor's doing his deadlift. And um, mm-hmm. Big Z will be 
streamed into the, um, let's say, where the feet of strength will be taking place. Um, he'll be in there. There's going to be a minimum of three cameras set up within that um, area where he can mm. see front, back, and side. And essentially, um, yeah, he'll be, he'll be calling the shots. So the, as part of the stream, he'll be saying, right, okay, I want you guys to weigh the equipment. I want you guys, he'll, he'll go over the rules, obviously, beforehand. Um, so the athletes should know the rules. Um, and yeah, he, he'll just be there giving the words of command, down signals, um, good lift, no mm-hmm. lift. That so, yeah. definitely sounds like a, a logistical nightmare, honestly. Uh, yeah. Are you guys worried about the internet dropping out or the connection being like on a, like, at worst, a five-second delay or so? So we're, we're in the sort of testing phase now, and what we're doing is hardwiring the internet. So the internet will be hardwired uh, when we're doing mm-hmm. each feat. Um, but, yeah, we're, de- we're going through a testing process, and it will be fine. It will be fine. And he's also going to be judging the other feats as well, correct? Yes, yes. So he, so he will be a head referee judge of the series as a whole. Okay. Yeah, so we came together. Um, normally at the World's Ultimate Strongman events live, I am the head referee. Um, and I've, so I worked with Z last year. At la- the last event, he was um, one of the referees. Um, I was obviously the head referee, but what we did um, the other day, me and Z, we just sort of put our heads together and said, right, okay, how can we structure this in terms of rules, regulations, equip- like the, in terms of what equipment needs to be used? So, yeah, we, we sort of worked together on that as well. It's, it's definitely like, you know, just from a behind the scenes standpoint, like logistics is like, for me, it's really interesting to see how this is all going to work out. Yeah. Um, you know, there's not standard equipment. Everybody will be using separate equipment. Um, so that, that's, that's interesting too. And for the other feats of strength, while Z is going to be the head referee, will there be other judges there for these other feats of strength? Have you worked uh, or coordinated with other people to like physically be there as well or? Uh, there will be assistance there, but in terms of um, final decisions and commands, it's all going to be off of Z. It's all going to be off okay. of Z. Cool. Thanks for the clarification because I know, you know, there's a lot of misconceptions out there, especially like going through the comments on Insta and, and <laughs> YouTube. So I wanted to clear that up a bit. Yeah, it's, uh, it's the Wild West, uh, the comment section on Instagram. Oh yeah, you can't uh, you know you can't go one minute without somebody like, well, this ain't official, and this, that, and the third. So um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, with that being said, you know we, we got to talk about it. As much as yeah. I don't want to, but we got to talk about the the five oh one deadlift. Yeah. <laughs> so um, you know you guys have hyping it up. That was your first feat of strength that you announced, and. Everybody was excited because, again, we don't have anything else to watch. Um, and then, I'm not going to name names, people started saying certain things like, is this going to be official? This is not official. And it kind of split the community in half. 
how do you personally feel about all of this? You know, <laughs> uh, feel in terms of how people are behaving or the event as a whole. The event as a whole. Okay. Um, I feel that. I think this is a trick question here. <laughs> what do you mean by how I feel? How do you personally, Mark Boyd, feel about all of this happening outside of like being the head of being the head of Boris? You know, <sighs> you had you've you've seen the comments online. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm sure you've probably seen the videos, mm-hmm. certain people's reactions, or Pandora's box. Uh, I, I, feel, I feel this is a time that people really need to be adaptive. Um, in terms of the situation, Thor had prepared for this deadlift. This isn't something that has been pulled out of Pandora's box that everyone keeps talking about. Um, Thor was preparing for the deadlift. Um, and he obviously hasn't got the chance to do it because of obviously everything that's going on. And, and these athletes, they put so much work into preparing for these lifts. And I think it would be unfair if he didn't get that opportunity to perform. Um, because he held back at the Arnolds. He had, he had an opportunity to do, it, to do it at the Arnolds, but he, he held back for Bahrain. Um, and, and he's ready to do it. So I think it would be a shame if he wasn't allowed that opportunity to be able to perform that record-breaking deadlift. So I, I, think, I think people just need to open their eyes a little bit, open their arms a little bit, and sort of enjoy the show. All right, those, those, are, or those are your thoughts on it. And, you know, I appreciate your thoughts on, on the matter. Um, do you feel that you guys, are, you guys are more heavily being watched than any other event in the past couple of years, honestly? You know, people have been calling for weighing the plates, uh, different angles, judging. You know, it, it's it's definitely interesting because we don't normally have that at all these other competitions. Yeah, I think um, I think coming from an athlete's background and coming from a military background, that sort of helped. I think in terms of okay, we're, we've received the feedback, I've experienced it myself. Let's implement it because it's going to make the sport better and and. I'm not saying other organizers are ignorant or maybe they're just set in their ways, but I think coming into the sport, we wanted to adapt and adjust as we went along. And I think that's benefited us. Okay. Uh, There you go. Looking at it as a, as a positive way. Yeah. The only other person who has attempted the 501 was Ivan Makarov and in Russia. And, you know, they did weigh the place as well before his attempt. So that's the only other time I've seen that happen. Yeah. Yeah, it's something that athletes have, have asked for. So I don't, I don't see why not. Will you be else. doing that for the other feats as well? Yeah, yeah, we'll be, we'll be making sure that's part of the, let's call it, let's call it the Ten Commandments of Wuss. <laughs> is, uh, we've, we've drawn up the sort of commandments for this and that's one of them is to weigh all the, the plates and the equipment. With all this controversy, all of you know, the, the, the community, the athletes and fans alike being a bit split right now. Um, do you guys worry that you might be creating a split necessarily 
like in terms of like the mid two thousands, how there was the IFSA split with World's Strongest Man. No, I, had to kind of pick and choose. I, d- I don't think um, we're creating a split. I think we are creating a debate, and I think I think what people fail to to see is it's good to have a healthy debate and within the debate there has been childish remarks being made but i think um overall it's been uh relatively mature so i think it's good to have debates and and you don't progress unless you you have these debates that's that's a good way to look at it uh, yeah, because currently right now I'm just doing a, a, a history on like the Super Series at IFSA and it's like fascinating to see how that kind of went down. And, you know, there have been talks on like the strawman of people worried that Wuss is going to come and cannibalize other, you know, uh, show organizations. Yeah. And, you know, just um, just leave them in the dust. So some fans are, are worried about that. Um, I, I necessarily don't believe that. I'm like, you know, we have the Arnolds, we have SCL, we have Giants. I believe there's room for other ones. Yeah. I think uh, what we are sort of focusing on is ourselves and, and building building ourselves up. And that's why we've sort of kept to the Middle East. Um, we, we're, we're sort of stomping the, the our foot down over here and, and sort of saying this is our territory we're going to work from here and and yeah we're just focusing on ourselves really um so like you said before uh we don't know when you know when the world's going to go back to normal uh for Bahrain or was Dubai but um you know I do want to talk about a couple months ago you guys did Gulf Coast Strongest Man and um you know, I wanted to know how, how that comes into play in uh, future shows. So what what I think you're talking about is Bahrain's Strongest Man. So Bahrain's Strongest Man was an event prior to World's Ultimate Strongman. Um, mm. Maybe it was, it was maybe like a few months before. Um, but what we had planned was, uh, it's called GCC Strongest Man. So it's all the Gulf countries. Uh, the the competition was the day before World's Ultimate Strongman was planned in Bahrain. This is a completely new um, event sponsored by uh, Sheikh Khalifa um, in Bahrain. Mm-hmm. And basically it's all the Gulf countries like from Saudi, Kuwait, Oman, UAE, um, and obviously Bahrain. And they sort of had qualifiers in those countries and they were going to compete at GCC Strongest Man, but unfortunately, this happened. So, but yeah, that's a new competition again to pull out new talent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you pulling out the new talent and working with other federations is you know something I was looking forward to for Wuss Dubai 2020 because there was an article a couple of months uh, talking about how you were going to pull you know the top athletes from each you know, competition slash federation. And, you know, I thought that was a great way to unify, you know, the sport. Because there's guys that people don't know about in SCL, or as you said, like the Gulf Coast or the Gulf countries. So, you know, I, I find that, you know, fascinating. Yeah, I watch a lot of like weird, you know, events out there. Anything I can find on YouTube, I'll watch. But not everybody 
will watch all that stuff and know about these guys. I'm like, they're strong dudes in, you know, countries outside of like the U S and the UK that people haven't been exposed to. Yeah. And that's, um, that's another thing. It's just trying to find athletes globally rather than handpick them from certain areas. We want to sort of give everyone the opportunity to be able to compete on a global stage and against um, these guys. So we just, we kind of opened the pathway all over the world. So rather than a, an Australian athlete traveling to America to, like, to qualify for, you, you know what I mean? We wanted to just say, okay, each in, in each of the regions, we will offer out uh, qualification for World's Ultimate Strongman. So once again, you guys are here to unify as much as possible. And again, I, I do appreciate that. And um, do you have any final thoughts for, for all the people who might be skeptical about your events going down? Any thoughts or any words? Yes. I would just say, look, we're, we're trying to progress a sport. Um, we're pulling a sport through a storm. I've said it before. And just sit back and enjoy it. Support the athletes. That's the biggest thing. Um, people are overlooking now as well. The, the athletes, this is their way of life. Um, and some, not only financially, but mentally. These, these guys, they love competing and, and they love having goals and, and achieving goals. And I think that's something that, as a spectator, they, it needs to be understood and uh, sort of um, something that's something overlooked. So, yeah, just sit back and enjoy it. Sit back and enjoy it. Oh, right. Before, you know, I, I end this, that's something I do want to also talk about is you guys started a Strongman Relief Fund. So, yes. Go back, uh, talk, talk a bit more about that because you guys do a lot of behind the scenes stuff that, you know, I think deserves to be talked about way more. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So we started the relief fund uh, maybe a few weeks ago. We sort of opened up our any of our pay-per-view that was coming in. We were going to put that towards the relief fund. We initially started it with a few thousand dollars and we've just sort of built it up and said we would give back to the community um, during like this time. So obviously... A lot of people, again, a lot of people's lives revolve around the sport in terms of events, in terms of um, athletes, in terms of gymnasiums. So we sort of thought about giving back to the community with this relief fund. Mm-hmm. And there was more than $4,000 uh, last time I saw, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, sort of, it, it's built up to a decent amount. It may not be life-changing, but it might be the difference between someone paying a rent check or not. So like, we just want to sort of help out where we can. Yeah. Like I said, I think that's something that, you know, deserves to be talked about. It's not just you guys. Like, I've seen all these companies reach out and, you know, help certain facets of, like, not just sports, but like jobs and all other things. And that's the things that, you know, you know, need to be, you know, put out there. Like there is good in the world. Yes. At the end of the day, we're talking about a sport, but like you said, this is some people's livelihoods. So currently right now, uh, the feature strengths start on the first weekend of May, May 2nd with Thor's deadlift. And then throughout the month of May and June, you will have, um, feature strength series all throughout the weekends right? every week yeah every week 
Yes. And where can people watch that? They can watch that on Core Sports. Um, or if you just follow along on World's Ultimate Strongman Instagram page or uh, my Instagram page, Mark Boyd underscore Woose or Mark Boyd, the Albino Ape is my YouTube. And I'll, we'll just be announcing um, where you can sign up, how you can sign up, what the dates are, the timings, but it's on Core Sports. And this is free to watch, right? Free to watch, free to watch. There you go, people, it's free to watch. People keep thinking it's paid, but no, it is free to watch. So yeah. you have something to watch during this quarantine, which is absolutely amazing. And yep. all the links will be in the description below, as long as your YouTube, which I think everybody should subscribe to because you have way better editing than I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I'll, I'll throw in, uh, that's Ben, my videographer. I'll give him some credit. Uh, generation <laughs> strong. There you go. So once again, Mark, thank you so much for being on. I'd love to have you on again after all of this is over. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I'm more than happy to. Yes, and uh, I appreciate it. No, no worries. No problem at all. Yeah. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you. Once again, guys, thank you all for listening to this episode of the podcast. And a special thanks to today's guest, Mark. You can follow him on his personal Instagram account at markboyd underscore wuss and his YouTube channel for more behind-the-scenes footage. Also, follow at World's Ultimate Strongman on all of their social media pages for all of their announcements. The Feats of Strength livestream series starts on Saturday, May 2nd with Hapthor Bjornsson's 501 kilo deadlift attempt and will be broadcasted live on ESPN Across America from Reykjavik, Iceland. The show starts at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, but don't worry if you don't have cable because you can watch the free, that's right, free live stream if you sign up at coresports.world slash world's ultimate strongman. All the links will be in the description below, including my Amazon affiliate links. If you're looking to make a purchase on Amazon, please consider using my links as a small portion of your purchase goes to me and helps out the channel. And finally, you can listen to the podcast here on YouTube or listen to the audio-only version on Anchor FM, SoundCloud, Spotify, or wherever you may listen to podcasts. Thank you all for listening and have a great day.